So last night, I finished Dante's Inferno. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. I finished the Inferno, not oh, the yeah. Divine Comedy. Oh, okay. just, just the Inferno? Just the Inferno. And? I have a question. Okay. I know we're going to talk about the stupid book at I, some point. I like how you're going to ask a question like, I have the answer to, to, to anything Dante's Inferno related. If anything, I should be asking you questions. More than anything, I just want your input on this because I found something peculiar. All right. So this is like Dante's version of hell, but it's all like Catholicism at the time, right? So Mm -hmm. this is basically based off the Bible of the time. I would assume so, So Jesus Christ, Mother Mary, and Christian God. Yeah. So why did especially the ending of the Inferno, deals so much with Zeus, as Zeus was a real thing. Mm. Well, Jupiter, they go by the Roman yeah. Roman gods and Jove and all that shit. But it, it just went on with, like, because when I got to the giant section, oh yeah, it just went full on uh, the giants and Olympians and Titans and right. gods. And yeah, because yeah, there was like some Hercules talking there. Yeah, Hercules was involved and I guess one of the giants pissed, or a couple of the giants pissed off Zeus, aka mm. Jupiter. Like, why? So they, they chained him up and then there was like, like Nimrod was a giant. I'm pretty sure Nimrod was just a king. I don't think he was actually a giant. Yeah. Though he, they made him out to be a Nimrod. Like he's a moron. But I didn't understand that aspect of it. Because, like, a big part of this is people just defying God or not believing in God yeah. or anything dealing with that. But then if Zeus is exist, like, the first level of hell were those people that were born before yeah. Christianity and Jesus. So they just immediately went to hell because <laughs> they couldn't believe in a God that didn't exist yet or to them they didn't know about. But the gods they did believe in are apparently real in this universe. So why the fuck was, was I don't get it. What's the echelon like? Well, do we know where Dante falls into, like, with the, like, what his faith is? I think he's a Catholic. I mean, it would make sense, but. Yeah, because it's all the, you know, the popes and shit. Yeah. And Italians are Catholic. What kind of Catholic compared to now Catholics? I don't know, but. I, mean, I just thought it was very weird that you have these. I mean, unless if maybe he was trying to say that those, like, false gods are in hell, maybe. But he didn't say they were in hell. Just the ones that defied them are in hell. Mm. Like, the ones that defied Zeus are in hell. Maybe it's just, like, one god. Like, like look. But he used gods plural multiple yeah. times, and it's the gods of antiquity. I don't understand. Well, do you think he could do anything with, like, the trans- translation, maybe? No, because that John Ciardi explains it, you know, at the end of, and ever, all the notes. He explains everything. Except the, the gods thing? He didn't go into why, unless it was in the introduction, I just glossed over it. I do not remember any uh, aspect of why these gods exist. Like, Because in this, if you read the Inferno, they're just real. Yeah. But then we're not to believe in them because we're supposed to believe in the one and all, almighty God. So where does Zeus fall? Like, is Zeus not the god? I thought he was God. Mm. Is Odin come in the picture? The All-Father? I'm just confused. Or is Zeus supposed to just be a previous version of the God they worship now? Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know. Because it is, it's not written like it, that's the case. It's written like the mythology of the Greeks and the Trojan War and everything Virgil covered in the Aeneid all happened for real. Like, that's the way this is written. So I, I'm very confused. Because that's all mythology. I mean, unless if whenever 
he's writing it. He's not writing it to be like, like strictly like, you know what I mean? Like maybe it's like he's taking artistic liberties, maybe. Well, it's supposed to all be allegory. So I guess it's not supposed to be taken verbatim as word, you know, like it's not scripture. It's supposed to be taken as uh, like allegory. Like you're supposed to take messages away from this. But I just find it's very confusing that just that part mainly is why are, are those gods in existence in this universe? Because we have all the Greek heroes in hell. Mm, yeah. So why are the gods they worship not in hell, like you said? Shouldn't they be in hell too as false gods? Yeah. I mean, unless if this is like game respects game. <laughs> you know? I don't. I really don't know. So that's uh, something when we do the episode, we're going to have to find some videos to like maybe explain that. If there is an explanation, I don't really know. But how do you feel now after finishing that? I, I liked it. Uh, I breezed through the last, I don't know how many. Ca- the main one that killed me was Canto 8 or Bolgia 8 or the, the A Circle of Hell. Yeah. Because it had so many Bolgias. It went on for like fucking 15 of them or some shit. And I was like, Jesus, is this one chapter ever going to end? <laughs> Uh, it was a little bit annoying because it's just like, oh, we got thieves and grafters and defilers and defiers and just like, oh, my God. Now, are you going to go right into the purgatory or are you going to give it like you're going to go back to? I'm going to go into the purgatorio is what I'm going to do. Purgatory. Just add the O. Add the Dude, what o. is this fucking SpaghettiOs? Like- you made that joke last week. It's purgatory. Oh, just add the O. It's easy. It's easy. You, can't you can say it. Inferno. You can't. Well, because that's an act that's like, I don't know. What am I supposed to say? Inferno? Inferno. The Inferno. The, the Divine comedy So I don't know if I'm going to enjoy the Paradise or the uh, Purgatory, but I am going to read Purgatorio. I'm just going to continue because I feel like if I stop, I'm not going to. I'm not gonna want to well, go back because like I haven't been reading that one for a while. I've been trying to get caught up on some of my comics and stuff, and like I'm just like I have to at least finish this part, and then if I have to go on a break, go on a break. Then like where that you know where there's a uh, a clear break in the thing, like you know what I mean. But if you're gonna start getting caught up, I guess I'll just have to continue to read it and finish yeah. it, and then we can read other stuff. I enjoyed the imagery, but again, it just went so heavy on Italian politics a lot. That's just, I, and then like, I'm glad I read the notes because I was able to pronounce the names, but I, even after pronouncing them with the, the phonetics, I mm. still was like immediately just, I forget. Yeah. L- like the, the cha sound was a big one. Like, I guess like C-I-A-O-O or mm. C-O-I-O-O, whatever. Fucking things with C are just like a lot of them were cha. And I was like, oh, I didn't pronounce that at all right. I thought it was like Siawi nope. or yeah. <laughs> I don't because it's slightly different from Spanish, the way I pronounce Spanish words. I was like, yeah. Because I've never studied Italian and I just Why always boop it bop boop, you know, just a boop it bop. Stereotypical kind of racist, actually. If you think about it. Oh, and boopity bobbity boop then. And what you did was racist. What I did was authentic. Uh, anyway, we are going to be talking about our writing. Yay. And then that ends the year. This episode actually will drop after New Year's, so we're not drinking. It's a uh, Tuesday. Yeah. A fucking Tuesday after Christmas. Tuesday after Christmas after what I assumed. I mean, you said you had some cancellations, but like I had kind of like a long day. Yeah, you you still have busyness for yeah. until the season's over. 
Uh, most of the places I deal with are closed for the holidays. This season's never over, Caleb. No, one they season, are not. One season's about to end. Another season begins. Hey, can I say something that's a little rude? Yeah. Not one person was enthused about my season's greetings. Like no. When I go up to people and they say Merry Christmas or even Happy Holidays, I always re- I've just been responding, season's greetings. Yeah. Like a dickhead. But nobody, I was just like, oh, okay, just thumbs up, yeah. okay. It's like, oh, that guy's mentally challenged. Yeah. Oh, okay, season's <laughs> greetings. Oh, what a fucking idiot. Like, come on. It's the whole, it's a season. Everything's included in season's yeah. greetings. I'm surprised you just, again, get some old fuck that just grabbed you by the car. Like, it's fucking Merry Christmas, Sonny. Merry Christmas. Oh, God. Anyway, so if you're wondering why we didn't do a drunken buffoonery episode for New Year's, which we could have, uh, the reason is because we're closing in on the DBS 100. Yeah. And we're going to get fucking turned up for that. So I don't, I can't do back. <laughs> right. Like close to, you know, even in the same month, <laughs> fucking drunken nonsense. Well, I mean, you just also just had one too. Yeah. If you listen to, uh, yeah, it's out there. It was a Christmas special for RK Bookshop. I got like, I don't remember the episode. I, was, I just start pulling out bottles of weird liquor. And I was sinking them. If you watch the video, I end up sinking in my chair. I don't know. I was talking about Dickens' greasy butthole <laughs> and uh, nutsack fungus, and just I think that's how we started it. <laughs> just scraping the fungus, scraping the fungus. Uh, so anyway, folks, check that out, and we will be back momentarily. You are listening to the Drunken Pen Writing Podcast. Yes, yes, you are. <laughs> I am your host, Caleb James. With me today, as always, Spencer, the Sacramento... I feel like I used Sacramento Seersucker once. I do, yeah. Uh, that wasn't going to be your name, but I Sacramento I definitely use. What's another S? Another S in the whole world. San Antonio? I'm going to use Saigon. No, Saigon, yeah. Spencer, the, oh, I forgot what they're called now. My brain is getting all tongues. The, 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 the ladies who suck your, your soul. Succubus? Spencer, <laughs> the Saigon Succubus Seducer Church. Oh. You are seducing the, the Succubus. Sedu- oh, yeah. We were supposed to be seducing you. Hmm. Impressive. And Saigon. How the turntables have turned. Nah, you fucked up the fuck up. I don't think it was just how the turntables. Is that is, is, is it? Just, is it just died? He just stopped. <laughs> yeah, he just says how the turntables. Michael Scott reference Office season you, seven. Nine, I don't know season. That makes sense because I do remember a lot of times he'll just like stop in a maneuver yeah. thing. Today is our yearly writing recap. The episode I. I not lament, but the one I don't look forward to. No, the those... one episode every year that I do not want to get to. But this year, maybe it'll be a little bit better. This year, I'm actually excited to talk about my writing goals from last year. I feel like maybe it's my headphones. I feel like I'm not loud. Am I loud? Ooh, it was my headphones. When my headphones fall back, all of a sudden I can't hear anything. I don't know why. They're defective even though they're brand new. <laughs> I had to sneeze. I had to sneeze for 10 minutes now and it won't come. Sneeze. I'm looking like... Did <sighs> <laughs> you take one of the cats and rub them in your face? <laughs> anyway, I did not listen to that episode. I never do. I never do the research on my own research. You know, I don't go back and listen to 2023's episode of 2022. I don't know. 
Well, to see like how actually close you are to what you said. Yeah, like 2023's future writing goals, which mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but I definitely didn't write them down. No. But, but no. I do know a few solids. Uh, I'm going to start with failures. Failures? I'm a big failure normally. Yeah. So I, I said I was going to finish the first draft of my novel. Yeah. I got like a little more than halfway, or maybe actually just halfway, and then abandoned it for many other projects. <laughs> yeah. So that that hasn't come to fruition yet. So that'll be. But though you also uh, a lot of those uh, projects have bared fruit too. So that's well, that's one what thing. I'm saying. It's not like a complete failure. It's just the actual novel project failure. Uh, as in ten years and counting the mm. short story collection. <laughs> uh, just finishing right. the final like one story edits and stuff. Failure. Yeah. I just haven't been able to put it together. But to be fair, we've been like flirting with just shopping stories around and doing yeah. other things. So, um, well, and also now too, have we as we talked previously, as with our interviews and stuff, we've been talking to and getting to know more people that do a lot more like indie publishing and things and stuff like that. So, if anything, I think that it's almost a little that goes almost a little closer in that aspect now. Is that so? If we do get the edits and everything done. Now we might have some don't people have to self-publish it. We have some people we might be able to talk to, or at least if we do have to self-publish, that pe- people we could get advice and stuff from. Yeah, and actually maybe get people to do the cover or just yeah. various things. So those were the the two notable failures. Uh, I don't really remember if I had I, it mu- if I did have something else that was a failure. It must have not been a real big one because I don't remember. But my other goals I had, I felt were pretty lofty because coming from having nothing published ever yeah. outside of DPW. Right. To, I said, I wanted I wanted to get accepted or published or both 10 times. Yeah. For the year. That's lofty. I wanted one, at least one print book to mm-hmm. get in one print book, and I wanted to get paid for at least one item. Yeah. You know, one story, one poem, one something. And I don't think I mentioned it because I this wasn't a goal until like maybe a month or so ago. I want to get an international publication, yeah. which I, I I should have just thought of that before. I wasn't shopping stuff internationally until just recently. I'm gonna get into that in a second. But I uh, as of now I got seven. Hmm. So I got uh, seven total acceptances and almost all. I still got a few that haven't come out yet. Uh, see, that's where it's going to be tricky because some of the stuff is actually going to get published in hopefully, er, well, I know a few are early, like February. Yeah. Uh, so they're like early 2024. Uh, and there's a few other things that I'm not sure when they're coming out. But acceptance wise, I did get seven acceptances and I really think I'm going to be getting three more. Like, because I have a whole bunch of stuff out there, but there's three I feel really good about. One is an international one. So I'm really excited uh, if I could get into that. And then as far as the paid submissions, I got a, actually a big payday, a surprising one, but has not come out yet. Yeah. And it's driving me fucking nuts. And what? I've actually talked to a few other people who were put out by this, uh, I don't want to say publication, but uh, were had their stories featured and that some of them submitted around the same time as I did. And they just recently got theirs put out. And then some of them said that, uh, they've been put out in the like they had their work put out in the past, and it's taken like two years. Yeah. So it's just like very hit or miss. I guess it's just what the needs are. So my st- but my story was accepted, so that's good. And I, I but I don't get paid until it gets right. put out. I'm like God damn it, because that's a good payday. 
Well, didn't uh, did you not get anything for the horoscope? The the horoscope I just got the the, con- the, con- the contributor copy, copy, which is like a thirty dollar book. So that's I guess it's a good deal. And then I'm I got horoscope four as well. So that is uh another book I'm gonna get. Right. And then the diabolic press comes out whenever it does, and that's also print. Yeah. So that's uh yeah. Which so, is a, which then you have uh not only a book but a magazine too. Yeah. So I, you know, my goal was one print. I got three. Yeah, that's pretty good. So let's see. I started the year off. I got Spank the Carp, which yes. I was just a joke submission, but apparently it's actually not that easy to get into. Yeah. Uh, and also that might count as a print because he does like an anthology every two years. Oh, so that'd be nice if he grabbed it. I think it's just everything he collects oh, everything over the. Because okay. I think he only publishes every two months, and it's only like eight to ten pieces. And they're not they're real, poems and, and stories, and they're not long, right? They're, 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 no. they're supposed to be like shorter. Yeah, so he collects for like two years worth, and then he puts them. So I'll probably be in that. So I could, I probably could count that, but I'm just not going to until it comes out, and I forget all about yeah. it. Uh, but that was how I started. And then I got uh, the coalition works, which was a couple poems, and then I got uh, uh, literally stories, which is a story I wrote in like literally yeah. five minutes. And I submitted that, and that got accepted. And that was just despite Bryce, because he got in, and yeah. he was like, "Yeah, we're gonna," because f- he doesn't really f- write fiction. But he's like, "I got a fiction story yeah. published." It's like, "Well, fuck you! I won't even try, and I'll get a fiction story." Yeah. And uh, so I got in that, and then I got uh, what was that three? And then I got accepted into the one thing I can't mention yet. And then I got Horoscope Volume Three, which that dropped in October. And then I'm accepted in Horoscope Volume 4, which comes out February 20th. And then I got Diabolic Press, which I think also comes out in February. Though the time frame on that, unless that guy is uh, really putting those stories together, like he's just ahead of time. Mm Like I haven't heard anything. So. See, and like, and I haven't heard anything because like I also you didn't even get a response. I haven't yeah. got a response. I was thinking about maybe like shooting a guy a message on like Instagram or something, just to being like, "Hey, I'm just wondering yeah. if it's accepted or not." Because if not, I like the story. I want to try, you know, maybe someplace else. If you're not, you know, if you're not interested in using it. See, that's tough though because you don't want to offend the guy because then he might be like, "Fuck you, then, buddy." Rejected. I was gonna accept it. Now it's rejected. I mean, we could just be like, "Hey, did you get my email?" Because <laughs> he didn't respond, did he? No, I don't think. No, I never. Yeah, no, I never got a response. I have a couple of things I'm waiting on that didn't respond, and I'm like, did you fucking get it? Like, I, uh, the email responses are tricky. Yeah, because you don't know when you're pending in those. Uh, but like I said, I have uh, three other things that I I feel confident on. One's a paid anthology, and I really think I'm going to get in that. The other one is a I think it's a Canadian magazine. Actually, I think it might. Yeah, there's. Or maybe the Canadian magazine's what I'm working on now, a story for. The other one I know is a UK based. I guess it's like an anthology, but they really like they sell out and then they don't sell the book again. Oh like wow. they sell it in the store, so it's a print book, but I think it's based in like Bristol or somewhere. But I have a good really good feeling about that. And then there's another one I have a good feeling about. I should probably look at my spreadsheet because pretty soon I get to do a 2024 spreadsheet. And so you should, uh, whenever you talk about your fairy fairs, I was like, just go to your, go to your, uh, what's the thing? The spreadsheet. No, the submittable. Your um, submittable. Yeah, and just I got rejected from this place. I got rejected. I I keep it 50 minutes later, and I got rejected from this place. Well, an unofficial goal I had it was Bryce had this goal of getting rejected a hundred times. I didn't really want to get rejected a hundred times, but I think I'm pretty. Cl- I'm like ninety something. I think. But I mean, that's also like that means you're like, submitting. That's yeah, what it's supposed to do is keep you submitting. 
Oh yeah, there's the other one. It was uh two sentence stories. So I I I probably have a very good shot at that just because yeah, that's I like something. Yeah, about that. because uh the magazine is mostly poetry, and I noticed that when they publish the two sentence stories, they only pu- publish a couple, so they probably don't get a lot. <laughs> so I but I mean that's one of those ones like do I, would I even count that? I mean I I would, but yeah, wouldn't tell anybody what it is. Yeah, so that's like the. That's mainly the good stuff. I entered a few, I entered a good bit of contests this year and lost them all and lost a lot of money. Spent a lot of money on submissions. My one goal of getting published in a major literary journal or magazine of sorts, I have not come to fruition. What are they, you talking about? You got, you got, po- you got a poem post published in the uh, New, New Yorker. Po- yeah, the New Yorker. Yeah, but that doesn't come out yet. That's not out until <laughs> uh, to be determined. <laughs> what did I say? July eighteenth. <laughs> Listen to RK Bookshop's Christmas special if you want to know what that's about. So, goals for 2024 for Caleb. For Caleb. Obviously, finish the novel. Of course. I'm going to go with another 10 publications. Another, okay. And I'm going to aim for three print books this year. Three print books? And I'm going to just go one literary journal wow. or magazine because I've really given up on those because the work they publish is fucking boring and I just don't think I can fit in because I... Always want a story that's like not genre necessarily, but entertaining enough that it could fit in genre. And honestly, they probably won't even pay attention to you until you get a big enough following grown by doing the yeah. stuff that you've been doing. If you if you can cultivate that into a good little following, that the chances of them actually accepting you would probably be a little bit higher. Well, here's the thing. If I can get in like these anthologies and stuff that actually have big followings and people read them for real yeah. and review them for real, uh, what's the point other than the prestige and maybe if like some of them pay these like literary journals? Like I still want to get in them, but it just I don't want to. I don't. I just don't want to write like super boring shit to get it. Like oh, divorce or right. you know, just like some. This is like a real story that can happen, and it does like life. It doesn't even have a, a def- definite ending yeah. because it's just continuation of boring shit. But yeah, so novel, write some, and I've been really knocking out stories. Like I've I've been getting pretty pumped up lately. So like the last month, I've probably written four or five stories. That's good. Uh, granted, they're mostly really short, but I've also got a couple things that are longer in the works. Now that I got some, like we just dis- discussed in probably a few episodes ago. What's really helping with the motivation actually writing is having, oh, here's an anthology, here's a magazine, here's whatever, and they want this theme, they want this word count, and they have this deadline. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I have parameters yeah, set in place, I have goals. Some, uh, stability, some yeah. like. I'm not just going to start writing a story and then just go, yeah, yeah. I'll finish it eventually. No, right. I'm like, I've oh, got to fucking write it. Like this one I'm really excited about, I didn't find out till late. I only have uh I have it till January 7th to submit it. Wow. So I'm like, ooh, and it's, uh, they pay, I think, I think this one either pay, I think this one pays just one cent a word, but up to 7,000 words, maybe. Yeah. So that's, you know, that's a good chunk of change if I can get a story submitted. So I'm like, I'm going to try to get 7,000 words. Word. So I've been pumping that out, and it's uh, it's been a lot of fun, but the problem with that is I hate submitting things at the end of deadlines because I always feel like they're not going to read it because they right. they, they've already filled yeah, there's a like good I worry about there's some like, oh I have enough. Uh, I'll take we'll we'll take a look, yeah, you know, quote unquote. But we're, we don't care. Um, but this was a unique enough theme. I don't think it would get full, but because they pay, you know, it's it's hit or miss. And here's a fucking shocker. <laughs> so uh, out of all the literary magazines I've submitted to, 
on a whim because I saw Taco Bell Quarterly. Yeah. I thought it was a complete joke site, right? Right. And, I mean, it's not affiliated with Taco Bell at all, but they use the Taco Bell logo, and it's just everything's taco-themed and it's goofy. And I was like, oh, this isn't real. I'm just going to write a fucking, you know, a slapstick kind of story, then like a real goofy story with a literary flair. So I submitted it, and then, I don't know, within the last month, I actually went on their uh, Twitter profile, and it's like they have like 38,000 followers mm-hmm. or something, a very active engagement, like crazy active, and they were voted like the best literary journal this year or some shit, and from like different whatever fucking publications put those lists together, but they got like a couple of things where they're like the number one out of, and I looked at the list, and I was like, oh wait, these other ones are very legit, I've submitted to them and got rejected, but I'm not only is my story still pending, but they posted a few things about like, oh, we've got almost 3,000 submissions. We still got to go through and this many uh, are in the possible acceptance range and stuff. And then it's like keeps dwindling down and they're like, oh, if you haven't gotten rejected by now, you might have a chance. And uh. So I'm probably still get rejected. But the fact that I'm still pending. Yeah. It's like, OK. That's not because like those people that get rejected by that, like, they take pride in it and they post the rejection letter. and It's like a big thing. So a lot of people just get like submit just to get rejected. I'm like, well, if I'm still pending, there's like a chance. Like yeah. at least I made it into the the, you know, from how many fucking thousands to whatever they're at now. It's like I made it into that. Uh, it's c- like you made it past the first couple games of Squid Games. Yeah, yeah, like the first few rounds. Because the lady, she said on there, it was uh, like if you're still pending, you're in like the top 4% or something. Ooh. It's like, well, that's good. So I at least have something, and that one pays a hundred bucks. Yeah, for a story, I'm like that's a fucking. That's why so many people submit to it. I think, but I, I am make, uh, I'm looking forward to hearing back from that. It should be this week or next week, and if I get that, I would. I'm gonna rub it in Bryce's face. Oh, yeah. This is Taco Bell. Tito Taco Bell. Tito Taco Bell. To be fair, I feel like my Taco Bell story came out really good. Yeah, because it's so ridiculous on first read, but then it's like, oh wait, there's deeper stuff. Because I like, threw in the literary flair. Mm. It's about miscarriage. Ooh. But tacos. <laughs> but also miscarriage. <laughs> I, I actually want to read it on air sometime, but... Maybe you know, if it doesn't get accepted. I could read the opening. I'll re- oh. How about just the opening paragraph, just okay. to give you a feel? All right. It's, uh, it's pretty shitty in a good way. Oh, yeah? I think so. Like, I even threw in, like, one thing about how the place used to be a bunch of different restaurants that they're in. So there's, like, shitty, like, Jamaican flag and, you know, dragon stencils on the wall from it was a Chinese place. And then, like, even the board, like, the table they're eating off of, half of it's, like, a shitty desert scene. The other is, like, a, a Dickensian winter's London. And so I threw in pompous-ass things like that. So here's the very opening of this. All right. It's called Because of Taco. Okay. Four spritzes of colon cologne soured the entire poor taco lobby. It was a grade A beefer, but there wasn't a single patron who gave the offensive rectal perfume a second whiff. At the back end of the joint sat a down-in-the-dumps couple who weren't quite enjoying their mealy corn and meat foodstuffs. And then it goes on yeah. from there, but it's one of those ones you're like, oh, that's fucking obnoxious. But then there's deeperness. Like I said, there's a miscarriage. I mean, anytime when you can basically turn, uh, turn a fud into perfume. That's good. That's good. But I think that wraps it up for me. I don't think yeah. I got uh, anything else noteworthy. What about you? So last year's goals that you don't remember. Yeah. Did you uh, hit them? Well, I wasn't. 
I, again, I don't know what if you went back and listened to the episode. I said I did not. Yeah. I said no, no, times. but I'm, I'm saying I'm just talking to the audience, talking to the audience that I don't remember like you exactly what I said, but I probably wasn't as lofty as goals as, as you, you know, as you that just tends to, you know, be be me. But I think it was more of just actually actively trying to get into submitting more just in general yeah. because before this year I haven't really did any if uh, maybe other than like maybe one or two. Yeah. Still this year I didn't probably I didn't submit as, as much stuff as I probably should have or really not till the end of the year. Yeah. The second half of the year. Right. Um but I did get a couple, you know, a couple of the submissions turned out well and got, and got approved with I because me and myself also have has an anthology coming out in the beginning of the year that you can pre-order now uh, for the digital and hopefully yeah. The oh hard- yeah the you can announce it now yeah the uh, uh, gridiron gates of hell yeah you don't even yeah, know the fucking well I couldn't remember the exact the exact uh, if you go on Amazon you uh, can pre-order the yeah. Kindle version for five ninety nine it's gridiron gates, gates of hell yeah and it's a football themed horror anthology. And there's also going to be a print version, yeah. I think, that comes out not too long after. Right. He, he, in his post, the, the guy putting it together said, uh, hopefully by, like, playoff seasons, which would be in a few weeks. So Yeah. Uh, yeah, hopefully. Um, and uh, all the pro- all the profits are going to charity, so. Yeah, that's cool, that's too. A I good, like that. That's a, that's a good thing. And then, That's a longer story, too, yeah, you have for that. Yeah, that, like, that's a bigger, bigger story. I have a, a smaller, more like a flash fiction kind of story coming out in a horoscope kind of collection. Like a special sure. collection, I yeah. think. Um, you actually got accepted before I even submitted. Right, yeah. Um, which we fucked up, I remember fucking up. Like, <laughs> yeah. We, fu- we didn't know, like, we didn't realize, like, you had to have a sign for the story. that Like it an actual, on. yeah. We just thought it was like, oh, that's an interesting name to put, like, core as, as your yeah. title, you know. Um, but I think what it actually came down to, because like you said, it was flash fiction. Uh, she probably didn't want. I mean, because like the poetry is usually already just one page, right? So if you're trying to fill out a page count too, do you really want to take up? Because she only uh, Harriet, she only post three stories or poems or combina- usually a combination per sign. Yeah. So you get like 36 total pieces, and it's like, do you want to waste a sign? One of the sign spots on a because that one was real popular. There's yeah. a lot of submissions. Do you want to waste a spot on a flash fiction story? Right, probably not. So I think she just bo- boosted you to like the because she's doing from what I understand a special edition. I think it's going to be four books that is like uh, a compilation of the works from each volume because there's four volumes yeah. and. I think each one will have special news stories and poems as yeah. well, and yours is going to be poem. one of those. Yeah. So hopefully, it's like the first one. Yeah, that would be yeah, that'd be cool. So I could leave, I would have two in in the in and they're both the print, So yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, too. that would be cool. Um, well, what are you? Uh, two, one, and one. So something like, like that. Yeah. Because you have a pending submission, so right. we're not, we'll call it a draw for now. Right. You got rejected. The first story you submitted was to like a sci-fi thing. Right. It was like, but it was like one of the bigger sci-fi things we could find that right. was accepting work. And yeah, like, yeah. And I'm, the thing that I submitted, I probably shouldn't have submitted. I don't even remember it was. Probably hot garbage or something. It, it was the Space War story. Oh, was it Space War? It wasn't think, Space There was no way you submitted Space no, War No, no. Okay, no. Was it the, it was like the, the, the. It wasn't the, that bad. It was the uh, janitor. 
Space Janitor. Yeah, the Space Janitor story. Yeah. But it was a uh it was like science fiction and fantasy magazine. It was like right. one of the top ones. Right. So I was like, yeah, even if it was amazing, you're probably not getting in. But just to, we were just feeling you no know, test on the waters there. Mm. Uh, was that even this year or was that before this year? That might have been before this year. Yeah. But regardless, on the actual serious submissions, you're pretty 100% right now. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. Well, we'll see. I'm yeah. sure that won't last forever. No. Yeah. You'll be like uh, me with 100 plus fucking yeah, right. rejections. So, like, I'm, I feel good. I feel good about that. Going forward, there is this particular submission for an anthology that i'm really trying to hunker down and get and get started on that because it, it's a it has an up to a uh 10 000 word count and it's an also another pay by pay by the word that so. one pays a lot too so yeah. that's gonna be one of those uh that's gonna be some competition right yeah that's gonna be like a lofty one where if either of us got into it would be pretty incredible yeah, it'd, but be, it'd be good at the way i figure when I, at least when i go into one of those ones it's like it's very unlikely I'm going to get into this, but even if I don't, since I worked extra hard on the story because I wanted to be, you know, a really yeah. good story, you at least have a really good, good story, story that you, you can you, submit somewhere else. Yeah, submit someplace else or put, you know, put out on your own or whatever. But damn, would it be nice to get that one? Because that's right. like a, I think it, I don't think it's an indie press. It's like a small press mm. maybe or something. But yeah, I think they pay like four cents a word. Yeah, so and if like, you get that ten thousand words, like. Yeah. I always wonder about those. Do, do they like purposely reject some stories out of ten thousand just because like this is good? But we're not paying them. We're not paying them four hundred bucks. But so like that, like I said, I'm really, uh, I'm really trying to gear down and to get that uh, because it will take me a while to get ten thousand, ten thousand words. That's due by March too, I yeah. believe. But well, weren't you writing a story or thinking of a story for that writer's retreat? I was, but then I just I kept on getting sidetracked with it and stuff, and it's not going to be done in time. When for... is the? Uh, I don't remember. It the was day. like it was like the end of the month, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it is like January first or something. But other than other than that, uh, continuing to uh, just try to uh, find more submissions with you, which you've been helping sending me different. Uh, Links to, to uh, other uh, people. The horoscope know, people, because I'm in both, since I'm accepted in horoscope, I'm in both groups, horoscope yeah. three and four. And there's a few writers in there who keep sending, you know, they just yeah. put, hey, here's a cool submission. Yeah. So, I mean, it sucks in the way that now I'm competing with all those people because they're probably submitting to those two. But at the same time, it's great because I didn't know about any of those. Right. Yeah. I'm not like, I just not that active on social media and I'm not that deep in the indie right. scene or the small publishers and stuff. So, it's uh, really cool. That's how I found Diabolic Press. Yeah. Someone, uh, I think public, I think it was Harriet actually put it in her story because she's good for that. She'll put it in her story. It's like, hey, here's submissions. She won't even know who they are. Just mm. she, she sees that here's open submissions and she has a lot of writers who follow her. It's like, go ahead. Mm, yeah. I would say I'm going to try to put some numbers on things. I want to get anywhere between like the five, like five. Maybe a couple more actual submitted into actual not uh, legitimate's not the right word, but you know things where we you know that you're excited to if it's another anthology or uh, uh, you know a magazine or not something just like, like a that. bullshit blog yeah, like, or oh, yeah something on the, and and not that I wouldn't be okay with you know having something published on just online, but you know if it uh, if it's credible, you know if it yeah. looks you know looks good. Oh quality. yeah, if you get in like the fucking. Uh, I, I don't know, like the, I can't think of any now, mm. the, the fucking Mississippi Review or Missouri right. Review or something, 
I'm, everyone I'm naming is a fucking print book. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So if you get like a serious one that's online, like it's no, cool, but it's the same thing. It's just that's how I thought. Like the first, I wasn't excited about really any of the publications I got at the mm-hmm. beginning because, like, Spank the Carb. I didn't know that was hard to get into until after because Bryce submitted that like ten times in yeah. a row and got rejected. Uh, to the point, I think the guy was just like, "Stop, <laughs> please quit." You're <laughs> stop. He's already dead. Yeah, it's just like it's. It was online, and then the next few were online. Like one was uh, like the Coalition Works. I mean, that was cool because it was one of those like flip online, right? Yeah, which is you know a little better done, but it's it's not a book. Yeah, well, I just I like I want to well, be in a book. Like, what's also too? It's 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 kind of like you know when you tell people your friends or whatever, it's like, hey, I'm in this thing. They might order the book, yeah, and they they might never open the fucking thing and read your story, but at least like they they bought the thing. And you can put it on your shelf. Yeah. And it's like, my goal, this is a more you, lofty goal, you, is to have a, a Caleb shelf. shelf. Yeah, that would be nice. Maybe it's a little pompous to have yeah. a shelf of your own books or your own work that you're in, but it's like, I want that. Right. But I think, like I was saying, like, but to have them do, oh, you have to go to this website and look at this thing and, you know, you have to sign up for their email address. Like, well, the thing that I kind of kick myself with is. It was, I think, a writer that follows DPW that maybe we both follow. Or I know they follow DPW for sure. And she posted on her stories the horoscope thing. And I just happened to see it. And I, I kind of blew it off at first. I was like, yeah, I don't care about horoscopes, mm. really. And then I was thinking about it. And I was like, like I, I think I was looking through and I saw like, oh, she's like, she does this seriously. Like how she puts the books right, together yeah. and stuff. And then she ended up starting her own press, which is cool. Uh, January Ember Press, but I was just looking into it. I was like, hey, you know what? It might be fun to try it. So I that's what really got me into like these specific themed right. works. And then I was like, oh, this is what's actually working for me. Yeah. Because fucking everything I've been doing up to that point of, oh, here's a story I like. I'm just going to shop it everywhere. Yeah. Does not work. Uh, because when I got in the Spank the Carp, it was because, funny enough, I, I just submitted because it was uh, my story was called Temple Fish. Yeah. It was a story. It was an old story I already had. And I was like, oh, it just has fish in the title and it's a fish magazine. Mm. I don't know. I never read it, but I'll yeah. submit it just because of that. But it, it turns out it didn't really have much to do with fish, the story. But it, it fit what they like the literary stuff they, they publish. But then I was looking into other things. I was like, maybe I should just start doing that. Just submitting things specifically for these magazines and journals. But then I was like, if I do that, then, and I get rejected, like my Taco Bell story. If I get rejected, I can't submit that anywhere else. Yeah, that's a weird. No one's going to take a fucking taco story like that. Like, unless I find some really shit journal that just, you know, publishes funny stuff. So putting it out yourself, but yeah, well, I'll just put it on my website. That's my goal is for anything that gets really rejected. I'm going to put on my website, but like the stories that I really like that I've been sitting on lately, like they keep getting rejected from the big ones and I can't find any anthologies that take non. That's the problem with the the genre stuff, horror, crime, sci-fi, fantasy, romance. It's easy to find anthologies for all those. Yeah. The absurdist fiction I write sometimes like a couple, I got an absurdist story. No, I got a slightly like literary, not horror, like a literary, slightly maybe absurd, almost like a Mirakami type of story, like Goofy cannot, I can't find any anthology that would uh, print that unless I could find a, a literary anthology, but it's not literary fiction. It's a weird in between. 
Like it, I would imagine it would be like Kafka trying to shop around like Metamorphosis or something. Like yeah. this isn't a genre really. It's its own thing. Yeah, this isn't something that I'm gonna be able to submit to because it's not literary fiction and it's not genre. It's just other and people don't want other. At least not that I like. I found like McSweeney's does, but they're the one of the fucking top things in the world. Like you can't get it. They don't something. want your other. They don't want my other. So that's that's a bit of a struggle, but I definitely think that we will be submitting a lot more into anthologies because yeah. besides the fact that we're having success with it, like the quality of work that come that I've been seeing from this is yes. like, okay. Like I, I want to be associated with if like you get sometimes you might get an acceptance. Like I got that literary stories. I'm like, I don't fucking care about mm-hmm. like it's some online yeah. thing. I was like, they just print everybody. Like I don't it's nice for the credit, but it's like what it's no Yeah, I mean mine was just like a fucking flash fiction story. So I wasn't worried about I think that's all they took, but I was just like, that's not a real big, that's not, yeah. but if I can get something that's like quality, like you look at the horoscope book, like the hardback cover, yeah, it's I a have good quality. Fucking, yeah. yeah. It's real nice. put together. The, it's formatted really well. Stories are good. So I'm just like, I want to get into stuff like that. So I think for, like I said previously on uh, multiple episodes now, I'm going to be focusing on a lot of genre stuff. I'm still going to submit some literary stuff or if I can find like some of the literary journals do like summer theme and, you mm-hmm. know. Floating butterflies is the thing. I maybe knock out something for those, but I think where my wheelhouse is and what people seem to enjoy of my work is the stuff that's more genre specific. Though I'm interested to see how people will take my fantasy story because I wrote that in almost a uh, Bradbury literary lyrical prose style. I wrote it in a very weird way. I I think it fits the story, but it's just uh, it's a different read, you know? Right. Uh, and maybe that was a little bit because I've been reading fucking epic yeah. poems for right. last fucking eight months. <laughs> so I kind of wrote some uh, stuff and, like that. And then Jerusalem before that, which is its own kind of weird. Yeah. But I, I find I do gravitate towards that kind of writing. I think people probably enjoy enjoy my more basic writing. Like if I have like the the one thing I um like I submitted to the writer's retreat, if that story gets published. That story would be something that I think a lot of, you know, just general readers would like because one, it's horror. Two, it's got gross stuff, but like the writing's not complicated. Yeah. There's no, I didn't use alliteration and uh, a bunch of nonsense like that. It's just a uh, straightforward. I mean, I still, you know, I wrote it up. I like to write things up, but I, I didn't do it in such a way where you read it. It's like, God oh, damn, this guy's purple. Like, right. This guy's just get to the fucking point, you know, because I like write. I do like writing stuff that sometimes the language is the point. Like yeah. the way you're just saying it or way you're you're describing something is more the point than the story, which that's where you get into the literary fiction area. But then at the same time, I want the story itself to be fun, you know, or mm. something interesting, unlike literary fiction, which is usually fucking boring. Yeah. Uh, so you want to get, what's your publication goal? I would want to be, at least, I want to be accepted in at least like another like five to like seven decent, you know, things. Now, grant, you know, chances are like those won't be, you know, coming out until the, the probably the next year, you know, give or take just, you yeah. know, the way thing, the way the things go. Well, I'm the way I'm categorizing the years just because things do take a long time is just the acceptance, acceptance. counts as the publishing. Right. Yeah. For me, which would suck if, say, Diabolic Press just doesn't publish yeah and it's like well fuck i don't ha- i didn't get published in it right. even though i got accepted and then i would just have to take it off but 
uh, I will say just the acceptance counts. Yeah. Because it's just easier. Because, like, fucking the one thing for Horoscope, you might not be into the one that comes out at the end of the year. Right. Almost next fucking February. Yeah. Like, you don't know which one you're going to be in. And then and then you can find a submission that is, like, you get it done right up, and they might have the book out in a couple months. So you just, you never yeah. really know. Well, you have to remember, though, because, like, you know, five to seven, I don't think is too ambitious. Yeah. It's just where is your writing uh, speed going to be? Right, yeah. Like, are you going to be actively knocking out? Because if you work on this story, are you going to work on it till March? Right, yeah. Or are you going to have it done by the end of February? yeah. Yeah, that that's my thing. I have to like I don't know, like I have to find a way to to train myself up and get more of not only taking more time to write, but also getting more writing yeah. done in in that time. And I think I find out like I might have to start just becoming kind of more of like an outliner a little bit. Cause so I you know where you're going. Cause I feel like it I feel like that keeps me going. Like, you know, because, like, a lot of times, like, I'll literally, like, I'll spend, like, five minutes just, like, looking at the screen with my hands on the keyboard, like... Well, you've seen, like, some of the stories uh, I've been working yeah. on lately. I've done, like, an, a brain dump yeah. before I start. So, like, that one maggot story, I had the whole story, just, like, the basic bones. I just wrote real quick notes, just the whole mm -hmm. thing, beginning to end, how it goes. And then I'm just like, okay, I won't be stuck anywhere. Yeah. Because I could I fill it in, but you know, if I need to know where it's going, here's where it's going. And then if I as I'm doing, if I come up with something better, yeah. you can always go that way, but you have that thing to kinda this is what I'm writing towards, like this is why I'm not like in a in a in a block or a slump because I'm trying to be like that that's cause like that's what kinda happened with that AI story for the retreat that I was working on. Like in my head I kinda had a loose idea of what I wanted, but whenever I was going to write it, I kept on just finding myself stuck on like, okay, what's the thing that happens next? What am I? What am I actually trying to, to 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 write? You know what I mean? So sometimes it's hard to connect scenes together too. Yeah. So it's like you're going from scene A to scene B, but to connect it naturally when it's if you have a specific word count and it's not a high word count, then it's like, okay, how do I do a transition that's natural? Without being so jarring as uh, uh, he got knocked out and then he woke up in a warehouse. And yeah. It's like, well, do is that what we're doing with every scene? Yeah. Is it just like a big cut and then we're just somewhere else? Or are we going to, okay, then he went out, got in his car and drove to the warehouse mm -hmm. and, or the, you know, the people dumped him. In. I mean, sometimes just the, you know, knockout wake up's fine, but you can't do it every scene. Right. And, and that's a little bit of a challenge when you have word counts because, like, that's where I always come into trouble. You always wonder why I overwrite so much. It's because it's all those connectors. Yeah. It's like I want the scenes to flow together, but it's like, God damn it, I always end up still doing, like, you know, the four-star break mm -hmm. where it's like, okay, we're just in a different scene. Well, yeah, I don't mind doing that. I actually kind of like doing that, like having that little break. Yeah. And then also, too, because, like, well, I also like reading stories like that, too, because, then like, if I'm out It's like a chapter break. You can yeah, just take it, a... Yeah, it's like, it's like, yeah, it's a little break that, well, like, okay, I have to get back from my lunch or whatever. Like, you haven't maybe finished the whole chapter, but it gives you a good place to stop, you know? Yeah. But then I would also... Uh, not to... Probably not to have it finished, and I don't even know really what it would be, but almost something like your book, like a larger, a, lo a larger piece, as to just try to work on throughout the year, just to try to work on that. You know what I mean? Because I, it's tough navigating story. that when you're doing it in the breaks from doing submissions, mm -hmm. because like where I find my problem is lately, which is not a problem, but it's like I write a story, I submit it somewhere, especially if I get accepted or if I just have to wait. 
And then it's like, okay, I can work on my novel now. And then I just go, wait, I have another idea, or I find another submission, mm. or and that's where I keep going. I keep finding some. Now I found too many. Yeah, right. So I'm like, I'm just focusing on the closest one at hand. And then I'm just like, well, I'm gonna have to move on. So if I do that one that's due in March, mm. you know, a ten thousand word story, that's gonna. Take by the time, time I finish the story I have now, which I said is due January seventh, that gives me a little. I don't remember when in March that was due, but that gives me almost two months to knock out the 10,000 word story and I can knock it out quicker. But lately I've been writing in just like paragraph spurts. Mm. So it's like, you know, Monday through Friday, I'll write maybe two paragraphs and it's very slow going that way. But at the same time, it adds a couple thousand words by, you know, in a seven day stretch, yeah. which isn't bad. But then it's like, is, you know, for a 10,000 word story, that's, that'd be pushing it. Mm. Like, I, I have to get more... It also makes it kind of inconsistent because then I have to do a lot more editing to make it more natural because it's like, oh, wait, I yeah, because I took such a break mm. in between this and that. and I don't know. It's tricky. I need to get into actual, like, okay, I'm going to write for two hours at home. Yeah. Like, not at work or on lunch or when I have a minute before bed. Like, I need to sit out and just actually on my laptop write for fucking... Because I could finish the story now if I did that. Yeah. Like, in a couple two-hour chunks, I would probably have the story... Uh, written, edited, and submitted. But it's just like my brain doesn't want to... Do that. Well, it's after it's work. I'm so tired. My brain never well, wants to fucking function. Especially this time of year. It's yeah. really rough this time of year. And then other than other than that, um, as, as the, the, the always goals of the, you know, the, the elusive short story collection or, yeah. or, you know, something like that. Because I think that would be cool to have a book out of just us or us and Ashley or, you know, if we get Bryce throw in a couple, po you know, yeah. poems or something like that. Well, I think the collection that we have together is going to transform when we do that because, uh, you know, just the not just the amount of work we have, but now that we get some submissions published, it's like maybe we want to include those. Because, mm. you know, every time you get published, you get the rights back and stuff. Yeah. You just have to say in the anthology, this wait, was first wait. published. But that makes it more legit, in my opinion. Yeah, I do like that. When I read an anthology, I was like, oh, this story was published in The New Yorker. I'm like, well, fucking nice. Well, that's what I always liked. Because, uh, like, a lot of times uh, Stephen King, like, in his, sh in his like, uh, short story collections, either, like, at the beginning or the end of, of the story, he'll give, like, There'll be like a couple paragraphs of him just like talking about the story, mm. maybe like where he got the idea or like where it was previously pub published at and stuff like that. You know, like mm. oh, this issue of Playboy or was wouldn't that be nice if Playboy took stories still? Uh, they used to have really good stories. Could you uh, could you imagine if we got published in Playboy? That'd be awesome. Yeah. It means nothing now. No, but nobody would give a shit now. Like Playboy is just like the old saggy tit you see yeah. at last call on the board well, yeah yeah which is weird because they, they don't even do have well had they gone back to the nudes i think so but nobody cares yeah once you go away nobody cares when you come back no but yeah those are kind of like the the main things like i tried to the like well i think people who've listened you know to the podcast the, the two or three people know it's like you know like i said like I try not to go as lofty, even like even in my my reading goals, it's like set the goals light, so then when I surpass them and then go over them, it's yeah. like that's even a bigger accomplishment. Yeah, set them reasonable. Well, we'll end on this. I don't know if it's a coincidence or if it's a direct uh, reflection of our writing success, but as you notice, as this year, you know, started winding down around the fall, 
and we started getting acceptances and books coming out and stuff, all of a sudden people wanted to come on the show. Yes. And we yeah. get nonstop fucking guest requests. So I don't know if that has to do with the, if it just lined up that way for some, whatever reason, or if people are like, oh, this guy's published. Yeah, what's, what's that, Kiznip? Or kiz, isn't that like a... Kismet? Or yeah. something stupid? Yeah, like, you know, just things that, like, almost kind of like serendipity, or would that be would that be a better... Stop saying movie, shitty romance com, rom-coms. That's where he heard of these terms. Yeah. That's where he, that's definitely where he heard them. Uh, so I, I, I don't know, now I, I'm just saying movie titles. I don't know if it's serendipitous. I just I do like saying that word though serendipity. It's like soliloquy. Yeah. I like saying soliloquy. But regardless, I I think our success, our newfound successes, have maybe bled over into the podcast where people are like, oh, those guys are at least somewhat legit. They're published. Yeah. Versus all the gears where we're just sitting here talking about writing and everyone's like, oh, fucking losers ain't published. Well, I'm gonna listen to them talk about writing. But anyway, folks, happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. May 2024, bring all your dreams to fruition. And we might eventually finish The Divine Comedy Three. in 2024. <laughs> uh, if you like us and want to give us a share and a follow and a subscription dingle and a, a, the click the bell. The thumb. The thumb. The thumb up. The thumb up. And, uh, subscribe. And the, smash the surprise, the subscribe button. Smash the subscribe button and then also hit the dingle so you get the <laughs> notifications because if you don't do that, apparently the subscription doesn't matter. <laughs> None of it matters to me because I don't follow the YouTube at all. I don't even post video. I just post the audio of the podcast. So I don't give a fuck what you do. Uh, if you want to be nice and generous for the new year, you can like and review us on Apple, iTunes stuff, and whatever else you come. I don't know what whatever app you use. It has a review button. Give us a whopping five star or four. Four. You can give us a four because people actually believe four. Oh yeah. Do they believe five? I'd never do. No. And so if I see five, I'm suspicious. I see four, I'm like, okay, that's got like, merit. But like that person knows that person. He's giving that five stars too. Yeah, yeah. That's usually what it is. Uh, and you can also follow Spencer, his OnlyFans. He is the Saigon... Uh, succubus. Succubus. He's sucking guys no. in Saigon. No, no. no. Saigon Succubus Seducer. Remember? Oh. Su- yeah. So you're not the one sucking the souls of men out of their no-no parts? <laughs> no, I'm is sucking... Is that how that works? Is that how <laughs> suck it or they just beat them down until they... Is that I just think called... I think you're describing marriage, isn't it? <laughs> You just get beat down and beat down day by day until you're just this fucking worn out husk of a man. <laughs> just daily marriage. <laughs> I mean, Nelson Mandela couldn't handle being married and he was in jail for like eight years. Like, <laughs> come on. Uh, if you want to follow me and my publication history, you can check out CalebJamesK.com for the new year. I'm actually going to. Probably like a guy going to the gym for the first time. I'm going to be real hardcore about updating my site for maybe a month. (laughs) (laughs) Then you won't hear from me anymore. Uh, Thank you for listening and Happy New Year. We will check you uh, next week with, I don't know what our episode is, but something. Something. What are you doing? Trying to, you know, game.
<laughs> what? <laughs> this game is really hard. Pac-Man? Uh, yeah. Dude, you're supposed to be playing the game for next week's episode of Arcade Bookshop. I mean... <sighs> I will. I'm really close to beating this. Right. And what about the book? Huh? We're supposed to finish a book for the podcast, too? Oh, yeah. I finished that last week. Yes! Oh, did you finally beat it? Uh-huh. The first level. Oh, boy. You can listen to new episodes of Arcade Bookshop every other Monday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or wherever you get your pods. You'll always find us with a controller in one hand and a book in the other. Hey, Caleb, you wanted to see me? Ah, Spencer, my good fellow. I've been expecting you. <laughs> uh, yeah, so did you want something or... Want? Goodness, no. Require. Require? Yes. I require your services for the briefest of moments. Okay. Surely you can see the predicament I'm in. Well... Actually, no, I can't. I lost my glasses at the pub last night. A pub, you say? Surely you can't be serious. As serious as a fart during a recto exam. And stop calling me Shirley. Rightio. Anyway, if your spectacles were affixed upon your face, you'd see that I, the host of the most prodigious writing and books podcast in the business, has been immobilized by a rather substantial stack of fallen folios. What? My to-read pile finally fell on me while I was taking a nap. But you're on a podcast table. I hardly see how that matters. And you're naked. I hardly see how that matters. Dude, your hairy ass is touching my drink coaster. I hardly see how that matters. It matters to me. Can you just unbury me? No way. Your reckless reading got you into this mess. Blockhead! Wait! Don't go! There's a copy of War and Peace wedged in my taint! Spencer! Can you at least leave me a bottle of whiskey? Hello? Can't get enough drunken nonsense? Listen to new episodes of the Drunken Pen Writing Podcast every Tuesday wherever you get your pods.